Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. Sports to the max. Twins pregame about a half hour away. Joining us now, Phil Archer on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, Phil was a one-time middle linebacker for the Minnesota Gophers. And I know that if he wasn't watching... Um, he is going to be joyous when I give him this news because a fellow gopher middle linebacker, the mad capper Mike Rollis, came back. He, he looked like he was knocked out at one point in time at Target Center, WWE SmackDown. It looked like he was finished. He, he laid there almost helpless, and you didn't know what was next. He began to get concerned, and he found his way to his feet. Uh, didn't just get back in the ring. Uh, but he pummeled his opponent, as I mentioned. It looked like Baron Von Roski's uh, grandson. And he came with a reverse headlock, and that became the money move, and he finished him in a big way, and the crowd went crazy uh, in his home state. So the Mad Capper with another win uh, at the WWE SmackDown at Target Center tonight. Phil, did, did, did you, I, I can never remember eras, did you play with Mike Rollis at all? Uh, no, I did not. I was in the I was in the ninety nine to two thousand two two thousand three window there. So. And he was in the, about four or five years later, right? Correct. Yeah, he was a little a little bit younger. But but you know of him because you guys played that same position for the same school, right? Oh yeah, you always kind of keep an eye on the guys that are there before and after you, and and uh, stay a part of that Gopher network. So. Well, I got to tell you, it was quite yeah. a match that he had tonight, and he he's made quite a career of uh, uh, out of wrestling, hasn't he? Yeah, it sounds like it. It's it's, it's kind of cool to see the 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 niches that people find after yeah. their football careers kind of slow down or they end, and uh, all the cool different things that uh, that they go into. Yeah, Nick Rollis, his brother's a linebacker coach for Philadelphia, and yeah, lots of stuff like that in your network. Phil, last mm-hmm. night I was uh, privileged to emcee an event for, for Creighton Durham Hall, uh, the uh, Hall of Fame, the Creighton Durham Hall Hall of Fame. And this was uh, your brainchild when you took over as athletic director there a few years ago. You said, we got to recognize you know, what, what it is that we've done, and that's the school that you attended. Uh, I, I don't know that when you look at that wall uh, in this country, you'd be hard-pressed to find names and people that have accomplished as much as the ones that sit on that wall. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent, man. And that was the whole point behind it. You know, there's, there is a very, very rich history that Creed Durham Hall has, uh, that goes back all the way to the, the late 1800s. I think it was 1871 when the school Creed was founded and then early 1900s when Durham Hall was, but you've got, you've got so many people that have done so many things and so many people that have contributed to the school in a way that helped build a lot of these athletes and, and their careers 
Um, you know, I just look at last night, you look at Ryan Harris and, you know, Lauren Gibbemeyer and, you know, some of these players that are huge collegiate and professional players that have accomplished great things all kind of tie back to a common denominator of their, their base roots of Creek Durham Hall and St. Paul. So it's, it was it was an awesome event. Yeah, Lauren Gibbemeyer, uh, Creighton Durham Hall 07, and I mean, she went on to play for the Gophers in volleyball, but mm-hmm. she she was an international force. She played on some of the best teams the U.S. had. Yeah, yep. So she she uh, definitely made a great name for herself at the University of Minnesota and, and went on and did a lot of things all over the world, which is awesome. It's just, it's a, uh, you know, <laughs> I go back and say I mean, it's an honor just to, to know that all of their roots came from this spot and uh, and they branched out and represented St. Paul and Creighton Durham Hall and their families at, at a on a world stage. Now, now, correct me if I'm wrong. I was think, trying to think of this off the top of my head last night. We were sitting there. So you got um, uh, Matt Burke won a Super Bowl. Uh, Ryan Harris won mm-hmm. a Super Bowl. Um, yeah. Did Michael Floyd win one with New England? Uh, I believe he did, but there, yeah, he 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 was on that team there. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the 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 list. Those are just the Super Bowl champions. Corbin Cena played in the Super Bowl, didn't win it. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah. Um, oh, the kid that played with the New York Giants. His dad was the principal. That uh, Marcus Marcus Freeman. Marcus Freeman was um, with the Baltimore Ravens, and then he was with the Jets. I mean, not, I'm sorry, not Jets. The uh, the Giants when they won in the early 2000s. Yep. Um, and I'm trying to think who else. God, you know, the offensive yeah, lineman, though, that his dad was the principal there back, uh, t- you know, 20 years ago. Oh, oh, Derek Engler. Derek, Derek Engler, yeah, yeah. He he played Derek the Super Engler, Bowl because yeah. he was on that team that beat the yeah. Vikings so bad, you know? And I mean, I'm not trying to, but there, I mean, the, the main, I mean, Chris Wanky won a national right. championship in Heisman. Steve Walsh was a finalist in, 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 uh, for the Heisman and won yeah. a national championship. The mm-hmm. list is so storied, you can't believe it. And we haven't even gotten to Joe Mauer or Paul Molitor yet. Right, right. I mean, and if you look back even further, I mean, there's there's Walt Kiesling who's in the NFL Hall of Fame, you know, and so you've wow. you've got all these different things that a lot of people don't even know. And so one of the things that that uh, after you got off the stage last night that I think was a really clear point that I needed to make to those people that were there was that our kids need to see this. Our kids need to see the heritage that's come through these halls and and use that as as inspiration and kind of. Uh, pushing force to say, hey, I, I can be a part of something great. I am a part of something great. I can do bigger things. And when you see those people, you see a, a, a Joe Maurer on the hall or on the wall, and then you see him walk through the halls because he's there because he still stays in the Twin Cities and he's a positive contributor to our society here, our community here. You know, when you see Steve Walsh go and do all these great things that he's done, and he comes back and works for the for the school as a, as a head football coach. You see people like myself and my brothers coming back around the, the school and doing things, whether it be in athletics or their ROTC program or whatever it is, you know, you have this, you have these folks that, that for some reason love this place and they're going to come back and do it and, and build those kids up to put them in a spot to do great things later on. So it's a, it's a special place. Yeah, Tony Leesman has been there forever. I mean, and, and people forget, yeah. I mean, he was a stud too. He he, he just had me in the same yeah. class with Joe, but he was a stud. For sure. Yeah, Tony Tony was a, a, a monster uh, on the baseball field, and he was a heck of a football player too. But, um, but yeah, he was he was awesome, and he contributed. He was a, the admissions director for Creek Bear Hall for a long time, and he still now serves on the Hall of Fame committee, which is awesome. Yeah, it was quite a night, and, uh, you know, uh, it was um, 
it's just a spectacle because in, in, in Minnesota, I think even in general, we forget that there are things like that that exist in, in, in high schools with that rich heritage. Now, you have decided to, to make a move, and you're going to go join the Minnesota State High School League as an executive on their board. Uh, what went into that, and what's next for Phil Archer? Well, I think that uh, I I was blessed to have some mentors and people that looked out for me, and, and Lisa Lissamore, who is an absolute legend, was actually just inducted into the Minnesota State High School Hall of Fame um, about a month or two ago, I believe. I can't remember exactly when it was, but um, she grabbed me and said, Phil, you're doing good things in St. Paul. You've always done good things in St. Paul, and you're helping out Creek Durham Hall, but I think you can have a bigger reach, and you can impact and affect more more people than just your community in St. Paul and Jimmy Lee and the Rondo area and, and stuff like that. And so we started talking about that. And and from a, from a bigger picture, she was able to share with me a vision of what I could do and how I could help, help, uh, you know, be a positive influence in the state of Minnesota. And, and, um, and that's kind of where everything started. And so it was, you know, what, what can I do um, to have more impact? What can I do to affect in a, in a positive way, more communities than just my own. And, and, uh, the opportunity came and, and we went, ran for it and it, uh, it all kind of panned out that way. So, mm-hmm. um, it's a very exciting opportunity. What will Phil Archer do for the Minnesota state high school league? Well, uh, with the retirement of Lisa Lissamore, um, there's, you know, she was in charge of sponsorships and marketing and she ran several sports. Uh, like their state tournaments and working with their coaching associations and things like that. So, so I'll obviously be doing some of that and working with the different with the different programs to run the state tournaments and make sure that those continue to be first class and and then also um, you know working in the in the arena of sponsorships and marketing and making sure that the high school league is partnering with the right people that that help empower our kids and send the messages that the state high school league wants to to help kids move forward athletically, academically, and in life. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a fun job. I was just watching the uh, state high school baseball tournament. Bernal St. Morgan's beat Mankato West in extra innings. And the celebrations oh, that nice. follow yeah, on awesome. Target Field are just, yeah. uh, uh, I, I mean, they're just so precious. And they take all of us back to whatever our best highlights were when we were in high school or, yeah. you know, or where we came up short, too. Sometimes it reminds us of. Sure, yeah, uh, yeah, that reminds us, too. too yeah, but it's so refreshing every time you watch it because you, you realize that there's that point in life. Yeah. And, you know, Phil, y- y- you did it right, obviously, in your career, but sometimes I think you can't emphasize enough to the high school age kid, and it's hard to impress this upon them, that it's over when you're 18. You may be lucky enough mm-hmm. to play in college, but for the most part, for most people, that is your window to be a competitive yeah. athlete. That is it. And then as yeah. we witnessed mm-hmm. last night, you know, at the at the, at the Hall of yeah. Fame, and, and with that comes memories for a lifetime. How do you go about mm-hmm. trying to convince, you know, that, that 14-year-old that you, because you have no other, uh, you, you, you don't have perspective on it. You think it's going to last forever yeah. until it's, it's gone. Mm-hmm. W- what do you try yeah. to do to encourage and, and, and to, um, uh, allow them to understand that this window is really tight. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes you're talking to 14, 15, 16, 17-year-old kids, and you're not going to get through to it. You know you know, I mean? they, let's start with that, right? You're not going to get them all. So, right. So so what you do is, you know, Rich Callick, who's one of the legendary coaches from Creed and Durham Hall. He's been recognized nationally with, from the NFL and all kinds of other coaching and leadership things. But he said, if you take care of the small things, the big things take care of themselves. And so the, the reason that I, that I say that 
is that if we if we can help kids develop the the things that will help them be successful they don't even know that there are things that are going to help them be successful in life later on but it's the discipline the work ethic the you know the excellence mentality the pride of you know showing up on showing up early and uh doing all those different things that equate to having a good team right and they're they're equating to winning games and doing all those are all pieces of the puzzle that that uh that you need to have but they also directly translate to life where um that young man or young woman goes to college and they're actually showing up to class because that's what they were taught to do because they were disciplined because of practice and their high school you know experience you they're they're going the extra mile when it's coming to working with the teacher or having a job they're not cutting corners those are all pieces of of doing the little things right so that the big things never become an issue and so that's one of the, that's one of the things that when I talk about you maybe you your message of hey you cherish this now is probably not going to get through to them but what you do what you can do to get through to them is teach them all those little things that one day they see that all that stuff translated to me being successful because I've adopted those habits now and I don't even think about it it's just it's the way I do things and um and so that's exciting you know what I mean so I was there I was there at baseball today I was watching um uh the Rozo and and Fairmont game, yeah Fairmont crazy, exploded right? there yeah, one seven nothing yeah yeah oh my god it was a it was a great game it was tight it was zero zero all the way until like the sixth Six inning or something right? like that yeah. and then and then I watched I watched Fairmont yeah blow up and I think they scored like seven runs or something like that all you know, on earned runs, they were just all, it was, it was crazy. Yeah, they had a bunt and uh, error and two runs scored yeah. in a way, you know, high school baseball, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. It was, it was wild, but to see, to see the Rozo kids still fight and then to see the Fairmont kids finish the game off and win their first ever baseball championship in their school's history, I believe uh, you might have to correct me, but I'm pretty sure it was their first ever mm-hmm. in their school's history. And to see those kids go wild. That was awesome. I mean, that that was huge to just see the excitement, see the passion, and then see them in the concourse of the Target Stadium later, or Target Field later on in the day, and just see them how fired up and jacked they were for, oh, yeah. for representing their community. It was it was. There's, it doesn't get better than that. No, they're going to take that bus right home. There'll probably be a welcome home celebration, and they'll never forget it. Yesterday, a kid from um, Farmington, the number nine hitter, hit a grand slam. When they were down five yeah. to nothing and brought him back and they and they won mm-hmm. the game and you go wow this kid he's running around the bases yeah. and he doesn't even, I mean his feet aren't even touching the ground his name is Luke Walton yeah. and oh, you yeah. go wow oh, yeah. that's about as good as it gets but I think wild. what you're saying your original point is as an educator yeah. or a coach you really don't need to worry about whether or not it's getting through to the 14 and 15 year old your job is to do it right so that when they're 25 and 30 years old they look back and say yeah. boy I'm glad they did that for me. Exactly, exactly. I, I sat in that room last night, there was about 450 people there, and you and I are sitting there on stage looking out, and there's a handful of coaches, those old school guys from Creed and Durham Hall, and I look at, I look around that room and I think about how many people they impacted positively, and not because they won a bunch of games or they did this or that, but because they taught them right, and now their their family life is right. Or they taught them right, and their job or their business is, is right because they, they learned at 15, 16, 17 years old, these lessons from these guys that were kicking their butt up and down the hallway yep. for you know their high school life. But now they're grateful. Now they come back to the school. And and this is not just Queen Darren Hall. This is all the high schools. No, for sure. Good so coaches got, do great things. People that care. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that's a that's a that last night was just an example of it. But you have these you have coaches and educators who care about these kids. And and even if the kid's not getting it. 
they're gonna eventually and it's it's kind of like you know I, I joke i joke quite a bit it's like i didn't I didn't realize how smart my dad was until I was a dad and had kids and <laughs> yep. didn't listen to me, right? You know. Yep. And so at some point they're gonna they're gonna get it and they're gonna look back at those lessons and they're gonna be impacted positively for a long, long time. Well, I knew your dad when you were playing high school and college sports, and I knew he was smart back then too, Phil. But hey, thank you so much. Congratulations on your new position. Yeah. Uh, great job last night in getting that going. It was great to sit and uh, spend some time with you. Yeah, Mike, I appreciate you coming and helping out. And I, you know, I just appreciate our relationship, man. We, we, you've known, you and I have known each other since I was, you know, 15, 16 year hmm. old playing fullback for CDH when, you know, they had some, some really good guys and, and, uh, and the relationship continued on in the college and, and, uh, you know, my couple of years that I bounced around the league and didn't really do much, but we always stayed connected and I appreciate it. And you've always been, you know, a positive contributor for me. And, and, uh, I, you know, I love coming on and, and chatting it up with you. So uh, anytime, man, I appreciate it. Mike. Back at you, and we will talk real soon. I just got to get the, your new phone number, okay? <laughs> yeah, all right, man. Have a great night. Thank you. You too. Me. Phil Archer, what a job he did at Creed Dare Mall, now on to the Minnesota State High School League. And that position just kind of evolved. It, it was like organically it just presented itself to Phil at a time in his life when he didn't, he didn't know what his calling was. And it turned out to be the perfect fit, I think. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.